Welcome back to Character Fight Night Tournaments. Character Fight Night Tournaments is where we take your favorite characters and make a bunch of people debate who would win in a fight. And then I get to decide. It's great. And we have an awesome lineup for you guys today. Uh, today, we have the sitcom showdown. Ty, can we actually add like a laugh track and like a, a dopey audience track to this one? I mean, sure. <laughs> Uh, joining us today, we have a great series of six awesome fighters. Starting us off, it's Bilker. Hi there. Bilker, who are you representing today? Uh, I am here representing the janitor from Scrubs. Fantastic. Well, we're expecting a clean fight from you today, Bilker. Next up on the list, we have a returning person. It's Oscar! Who are you representing, Oscar? I'm representing Frank Reynolds from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Ooh, things. I am not expecting a clean fight from that one. Moving <laughs> on. Anything we but. got Dustin! Our Dustin. Yeah. Didn't you... you? Dustin, did you win last time? Um, No, actually. um, The last time y'all had the anime fight and i wasn't able to attend oh right well who are you going to be representing now that you are able to attend i have george costanza from seinfeld that's going to be a tough one to beat uh next up we have an old favorite he hasn't been on in a while and we're so happy to have him back it's luke hello luke tell us who you're repping today I am representing one of the OG TV witches, the beautiful, the talented, the strong and uh, and savvy Samantha Stevens from Bewitched. My nose is just twitching thinking about oh that fight. Oh my lord, you're on fire today. <laughs> and then, of course, whoever these fighters wins get to go on to the semifinalists where they will meet their own tough competitors. Joining us is our uh, almost champion, Autumn. Autumn. Hello. Who are you representing this time? Uh, April Ludgate from Parks and Recreation. That's terrifying. Um, she would murder someone. Uh, and I'm expecting her to murder lots of our favorite sitcom characters and that she did to get here to where she is today. We're super pumped to have you, Autumn. And then finally, you know him. You love him. It's <laughs> our co-host, Ty! Hey, it's me. Pulling double duty today because I just had to represent my boy Gilligan from Gilligan's Island. Awesome. Ty, why don't you take us over the rules before we get into it? All right, so for everyone at home and all returning players, this is how the game works. Everything takes place in the CFN arena, which is about, I don't know, make it up in your mind. Uh, you need to know your abilities. The characters it's a soundstage. <laughs> the characters are in their prime, and they see the other as a threat, so there's no trying to get around it. There's no trying to smooth it out and talk it down. No, you're going to fight. Uh, so what we'll be looking for is the who will win, what is the deciding factor, why that's the deciding factor, and how it all plays out. Specific examples are encouraged, so if you can pull from a specific episode, if you can tell me a comic that that happens in, great. Um, trash Talk is encouraged, but aiming at the character, not the other podcaster. We're all friends here. Decisions are based on your argument, your passion, your intuition, your entertainment, 
and the educational value, not based on the power set. And the, finally, the timer is a 40-second opening argument, a 20-second rebuttal, and a 10-second final say. Back to you, Faith. We're going to start off with our first match. Wade, take it away and introduce our fighters. The following contest is fight number one. Introducing first, from Scrubs, the janitor. And their opponent, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Frank Reynolds! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Go, Frank. Crash, man. All right. So we're going to tap gloves real quick. Uh, janitor, are you ready to uh, mop it up? Oh, you know I specialize in cleaning up trash. Ooh, fighting word. Uh, Frank, are you ready to get pure? Pure. I will be pure. It's going to be some pure good fun, guys. All right. Janitor, your 40-second time starts now. Well, uh, first and biggest advantage, the janitor is physically imposing. This is the biggest height difference of all of our matchups tonight. Uh, Neil Flynn, the actor who plays the janitor, stands at a towering six foot five. He is basically two of Danny DeVito. Uh, beyond that, he is not a direct fighter. The janitor is very sneaky. He employs lots of psychological warfare. Uh, and his mechanical talents uh, put him in the position of setting lots of traps. Uh, he can start with something as simple as leaving a floor wet so somebody slips and down. Oh, wow. That's right. Weird. Frank, you are facing a tall man who has just made the floor very wet. Your 40-second opening starts now. Frank Reynolds, stepfather of uh, Dennis Reynolds and D. Reynolds, is... Uh... Not not a man to be taken lightly. He is the trash man. He is a co-owner of Patty's Pub. And uh, as he did back in uh, Charlie Work episode, he's going to find himself some black paint and absolutely cover himself in it and slink back into the shadows. And he's not going to be able to slip on your little uh, puddle because uh, the, the, he is used to being slippery because he once coated himself uh, complete head to toe in hand sanitizer because he needed to be pure. Time. Janitor, you are facing a naked man who's painted the color of shadows and covered in hand sanitizer. How will you overcome this? Your 20-second rebuttal starts now. Well, there's no one like a janitor to be able to track someone who's making a mess. And you might be in the shadows, but you're leaving black footprints on a white hospital floor, my friend. The janitor has an almost supernatural ability to appear anywhere at any time and has some ability, it's implied, to read his opponent's minds. Time. All right, Frank, your mind is getting read by this janitor who's just appearing out of nowhere. Your 20-second rebuttal starts now. Your psychological tricks won't work on Frank. He checked out mentally years ago, back in season two when he had a stroke, really. Um, and Frank has what he calls a toe knife. And he's going to pull that baby out and just uh, charge that tall man and get him in the ankles. Get him in the ankles. 
time. Janitor, you have just been stabbed in the ankle by a toe knife. Your final 20-second rebuttal. 10. ten final 10-second. Your 10-second ten ten final say. It's not, that's not what it, the script says, Ty. Your I didn't write the second. script. I, that's true. Yeah, it's true. Your 10-second final time starts now. I mean, if this fight is coming down to signature-bladed weapons, I'll see your toe knife and raise you knife wrench. Time. Uh, your toe knife has just been met with a knife wrench. Do it. Does a toe knife beat a knife wrench? Your 10-second final say starts now. All right. I'm going to take your knife wrench, and I'm going to trip you with it and get you into a toilet. And Frank is an expert at waterboarding, as shown when he waterboarded his stepdaughter, D. Reynolds. Time. <laughs> All right, time to tally up the votes. Wade, announce our winner! Your winner, Frank Reynolds! <laughs> oh, man, that fight was clean, it was dirty, it was everything you wanted out of the janitor versus Frank Reynolds. It was a really good matchup. Uh, ultimately, um, Oscar just edged out a little bit at the end by referencing all of my favorite episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, <laughs> Bilker, so happy to have you on. You did amazing as always. Uh, do you, wh what do you have to say for that fight? I, I mean, that was, that was just fun from start to finish. I really wanted to just roll in the fact that nobody knows the janitor's true name and therefore he is impervious to exorcism. But like, <laughs> I think I hit all of my major points and I have no regrets about that fight. That was just a good solid matchup and I wish Frank the very best in the semifinals. Well, we appreciate you so much for your awesome fighting ability. Bilker, is there anything you would like to plug before you head out? Um, I will plug one of my favorite movies that almost nobody knows. Uh, it's a film called Bullethead. It's on Netflix. Adrian Brody, John Malkovich, Antonio Banderas, Rory Culkin, um, and... It is a beautiful heartbreaker of a film. Uh, it is a it's a heartbreaker of a film. Uh, it's also got some very like there's parts of it that feel a lot like a stage play to me, just in the way that the characters interact. Uh, all four of our main characters get an absolutely stellar monologue, um, and and this film will just hurt you in all of the best ways. Uh, trigger warning for dog fighting and animal death. Aww. Seen this movie, uh, and I can confirm it's a pretty good one. Uh, thank you so much, Bilker. Everybody give him a big round of applause. <laughs> thank you, Bilker. <laughs> All right, that was a very fun fight, uh, but we're going to be moving on. All right, take to... a breath now that we don't have to go as fast because okay, we're fucking cool. hauling ass. <laughs> so look, remember to have fun. We got that part done. That's what we uh, had to get done. Now we, now we can cruise. Now we can yeah. just kind of enjoy the ride. Oh, I'm excited about this next one. Moving on to our next fight, we got some classic 
sitcom characters about to duke it out. Wade, take it away! The following contest is fight number two. Introducing first, from Seinfeld, it's George Costanza! And his opponent, from Bewitched, Samantha Stevens! All right, Costanza, are you ready? Yeah, sure. I wanted Let's to go. I wanted to make a Seinfeld joke, but I couldn't think of any. Uh, it's okay. You had a joke about nothing? I had a joke about nothing. Hey! <laughs> that levels. I, I plan I'm gonna say I planned that. Okay, uh, I'll edit it so it sounds like you did it. She did sure you will. Because <laughs> I put so much effort. <laughs> Samantha, are you ready to get witchy up in this witch? The Bewitched theme song plays, and a puff of smoke appears, and she wiggles her nose as she appears on the uh, on the stage. All the right, entrance, Luke. <laughs> I know. Start starting off with the entertainment value. That's what we <laughs> like to see. Costanza, your forty-second opening argument starts now. Okay, so George Costanza off of Seinfeld. He's a bald-headed, short, wimpy, four-eyed, pasty-faced troll of a man, but he's a bomb. Like, he just explodes energy, so, like, he goes into the rage fits. I mean, this dude is just... He shows up, he's there, and then he's not. And he disappears. But, like, he's the one that would drive your on your nerves completely. Like, just a quick example. There's this guy that's going... Long story short, crazed murderer... Police got him. He wants a magazine. George Costanza is standing there like, nope, uh, I got the magazine. And then he basically that type of guy with all around the show. Time. Um, oh, okay. Samantha, you are facing a sad, annoying, bald man who just is appearing and reappearing <laughs> at his convenience. Your 40-second argument starts now. Um, Samantha takes pity on the poor George Costanza as he enrages himself. She says, I think you're going to blow a fuse if you keep up that anger. And he turns into a literal bomb and detonates, blowing his flesh and bones and muscle and everything everywhere. And she just, she kind of giggles as her mother and Dora appears next to her and says, nice one, honey, and gives her a loving little uh, smooch on the cheek. And um, Samantha goes and flies away up into the air with time. Costanza, you have just been turned into a bomb. Well, <laughs> Samantha has a wonderful Is that canonical? <laughs> yeah, she can use transfiguration for anything. She could turn somebody into an avocado if she wanted. Anyway, Costanza, your 20-second rebuttal starts now okay so i'm gonna say that that didn't happen like just straight up it didn't happen <laughs> like nope didn't happen not at all just denied 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 didn't happen and then he's gonna go back to work because he didn't get fired um <laughs> the, the dude is so committed to saving his son but that he basically knocked down a clown and an old Time. lady <laughs> 
Seinfeld. The true power denial. <laughs> denial. I just, I don't remember much of Seinfeld, but the moment he said that, I remembered those episodes. I was losing it. I was like, such a dick. This is a great idea for an episode, Faith. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I do have those sometimes. <laughs> Samantha. Uh, this annoying man has just annoyed and denied it and has gone back to work and knocked over a clown and an old lady. Are you going to take that? Get him. Get him. You got 20, 20 seconds. Uh, the same way that Samantha makes things float around her kitchen and her house, she makes the little tiny bits of the denial because can't stand you um, reform <laughs> into one bodysuit of a man can't even breathe though like and she makes him super slow at everything she just like is all over him time, and not time. Only that. all right uh costanza uh samantha has just taken all of your denials and incessantness and turned them into a very snug bodysuit how are you gonna overcome this you got 10 seconds final say starting now I mean, he's just going to look around and be like, look at this mess. Look at this mess. You made this whole mess. You got to clean this mess up. I mean, look at it. Um, on last note, the guy that Time. did uh, Let me finish. Squeeze it in. Yeah, I can give you a uh, second. Um, Larry David, basically, that was his alter ego of himself. So when you're watching George Costanza, some hey, of that hey, stuff hey, actually... Right. Luke gets a bonus four seconds. Go ahead. Uh, knowing how much George can't stand you, loves shrimp... He just, she just fills his insides with rotten shrimp and makes him super sick. But he, since he doesn't have a mouth, he just implodes on himself. Are you going to introduce Luke? But the, I, <laughs> Luke it's was okay. ready to, Luke was ready to go with that. Had <laughs> that in there. It, I've it, watched it. my fair share of Seinfeld too. <laughs> All right. Uh, time to tally up the scores. All right. Wade, announce All right. our winner. All might. All might. Your winner, Samantha Stevens. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Man, that that was a that uh that fight was entirely why I wanted to do a sitcom episode. I wanted to take two just characters that have no business being in a fight with each other and put them in a fight with each other. And you guys absolutely delivered that. You guys both scored so many entertainment points. Uh, also, you guys were really good about referencing the episodes, but ultimately I had to give this one to uh, Samantha uh, just because she just was going in with that offense. Uh, as much as I love, I deny that. <laughs> that was a great counter argument. I thought you sealed it there for a second, but then Samantha became the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> she just fucked you up. It's, it's very on brand for George, though, I will say. It was. Yeah, it no, was that's why it was so perfect. That's some intuition, man. I Hella intuition points uh, there. Um, but yeah, that was a great fight, guys. Uh, Dustin, how are you feeling after that? It was fun. Like, I couldn't stop laughing either way. Like, it was just, what do I come up with against this? So it's like, all right, I got a little, little guy that's from New York. He can't do nothing. But, um, 
I was just like, all right, what would what would Seinfeld do? But it was fun. I liked it. I'm gonna keep listening though. I think the uh, you know I want to see who wins. Like yes. Uh, thank you so much, Dustin, for joining us once again. We love having you. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, Owl House Disney specials. Um, they got about two seasons. They didn't get a third, but they're gonna have like a three-hour, forty-five-minute special, something uh, like that. Like three of them or four of them. I I can confirm that uh, the Owl House is probably the best cartoon um and airing right now. It's definitely up there with uh, Gravity Falls and Avatar: The Last Airbender. So, uh, we we support this. <laughs> Good. All right, everybody, give a big round of applause to Dustin. Yeah. Man, we are already in our semifinals where our opponents are about to face a, a lot tougher of people. Wade, I had to look at the bracket for a minute there. Wade, take it away for your next matchup. The following contest is fight number three. Introducing first, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Frank Reynolds! And his opponent, from Parks and Recreation, April Ludgate! Yay! Yay! <laughs> Uh, Frank, are you ready to throw down? Ready. April, are you ready to beat up an old man? Born ready. <laughs> Frank, your 40-second opening starts now. What you may not know about Frank is uh, he has aspirations. He is a man with dreams. He once dreamed of being a pro wrestler. So that's what he's going to do right now. He's going to don his leotard. He's going to get out of ring because he can afford it. He's pretty much a billionaire. And he is going to throw down with April Ludgate wrestler style. He's going to start off with a spring against the ropes and uh, bring out his arm and go as fast as his ancient body can take him. <laughs> April, this old wrestling man has just launched himself at you. How are you going to handle this? Your 40-second opening argument starts now. What's there to be said about April Ludgate that hasn't already been said in her deadpan expression? April Ludgate, the intern of the Parks and Recreation Department, also known as Janet Snakehole or Judy Hitler. Um, really? She's just kind of apathetic to this uh, strange little man coming at her wearing a leotard. Um, just completely and totally ambivalent to her. She can take anything. After all, she did give birth to the Monster Mash. Um, she's just gonna very casually walk into the ring and fill a balloon up with poison gas and just stand there staring at him. Time. Frank, this terrifying girl is staring down at you with a balloon full of poison gas. How are you gonna overcome this? Your 20-second rebuttal starts now well frank can play the tuba frank is gonna bust out a tuba and just start playing that bad boy really uh really lay into that bad boy and annoy the hell out of april ludgate and he can hold his breath for at least 90 seconds which is pretty impressive and uh, 
April Ludgate. This man can hold him his breath for 90 seconds. And he's <laughs> using that ability to play the tuba at you. How are you going to overcome this awful situation? Your 20-second rebuttal starts now! Well, hell hath no wrath like the unimpressed. Uh, she is going to immediately call for Andy, who uh, immediately comes in with his band Mouse Rat and begins playing in opposition to Frank and his tuba. And they play as loud as physically possible, as grungy as physically possible. Time. Frank, your solo act has just become a ska band. Your 10-second rebuttal starts now! Frank is going to take this opportunity and do what he does best and make money. He is going to bet on both sides. He doesn't care who he bets on. He's going to bet on both, because then he always wins. And he's going to fuck his whole thing. April... Uh, Frank has just started another one of his money-making schemes. Uh, what are you gonna do about it? Your 10-second final say starts now! Well, we all know full well that Frank likes a good drink, so she's gonna pour him a cup of snake juice and see how he likes that. What is time? Oh, I do, I, I do remember snake juice. I just remembered snake juice. Baba Booey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We are gonna tally up the results. All right, Wade, oh my. go ahead and announce our winner. Your winner, April Ludgate. Man, that was everything I expected that fight to be. Um, it was dirty. It was vicious. Uh, there were schemes involved. There were poison. There's multiple poisons involved if we're counting snake juice. Uh, ultimately, you guys did such a phenomenal job of just keeping that entertainment value going and really just referencing the show. It's clear that you guys both know so much about this uh, your, the, your characters and the shows that they represent. Uh, Autumn, what ultimately won you out in the end, girl, uh, was that you just kept that offense going. Is that even when Frank went to make money off the situation, uh, you chose uh, something that was gonna uh, mess him up real good. That was a nice ending there. Uh, Oscar, way to put up a good fight. Uh, Frank is currently just a I think he's got alcohol poisoning. It's not pretty. It's not his first time. He's used to it. <laughs> Thank you once again for coming in and putting up such a phenomenal fight. Is there anything you want to plug? Yeah, um, I'm going to go check out this game called Quarry uh, by Supermassive. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure horror, very campy uh, camp counselor type game, and I'm pretty pumped for it. Fantastic. Uh, that sounds like just a very fun game to play and hopefully a fun game to play with friends. Uh, everybody give a huge <laughs> round of applause to Oscar. Autumn, you're in the winner circle. How 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 you feeling? How how's how's April feeling? April's feeling ambivalent. Autumn is feeling surprised that I won out against Frank Reynolds. <laughs> also, can I just say that I love that uh, Autumn is representing April. Um, the it, it's the opposite season and the opposite month. It it, it tickles me. <laughs> You're about to be going up to, uh, against 
either Gilligan from Gilligan's Island or Samantha Stevens from Bewitched, two classic sitcom characters. How are you feeling? Equally nervous. <laughs> well, there's both some strong competitors, but we're going to see who April Ludgate is going to uh, face right now. Wade, take it away. The following contest is fight number four. Introducing first, from Bewitched, Samantha Stevens. And their opponent, from Gilligan's Island, Gilligan. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Samantha, are you ready to get witchy for the second time tonight? I'm always witchy, darling. Gilligan, are you ready uh, to fight something not on an island for once? It always takes place on an island on Gilligan's Island. I don't know. I don't. I don't have a joke for that. <laughs> you and me both, buddy. <laughs> That's the best I got. Samantha, your forty-second opening argument starts. Uh, Gilligan, I know you can survive on an island, but can you survive on an island during a hurricane? And she just, like, she uses her uh, conjuration to just bring in this massive wind, giant tidal waves, and flush Gilligan away off the island um, as hardly and harshly as she can. Um, This is a massive, massive hurricane. And she's not bothered by the rain at all. I like taking a little bath, she says. Got as she, seconds. As she's just like, as she's just consumed by her bubble that um, she's in. She's created around herself. Time. Gilligan, Samantha Stevens has started this fight off with a hurricane on your island. How is Gilligan going to overcome a hurricane? Your 40-second opening argument starts now. Well, the basis of the first of the three Gilligan movies is that a hurricane hits the island and he clearly survives because there's two more movies after that. But I want to bring you two guys a paint a picture for you. I just want you to sit right back and hear a tale, a tale of a faithful trip. Started aboard a tropic port, aboard a tiny ship, right? The mate was a mighty sailor man. The skipper was brave and short, right? This was a sailor man from the Navy. And this guy, the skipper, the reason why he has Gilligan our hero, as his first mate, is because Gilligan saved his life. So aboard here, he's going to save his life again because as they were aboard this ship, he was getting tossed, and I'm out of time. Fantastic. Samantha, Gilligan, this wasn't his first hurricane, uh, and now he's reciting... Is that the opening? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Cool. I haven't seen Gilligan's Island since I was five. (laughs) And it's reciting his opening theme song at you. How are you going to handle that? Your 20-second rebuttal starts now. Well, I've noticed that most of your uh, time is spent either on a boat or on land. So how do you do in the middle of the ocean, surrounded by hungry sharks, and uh, using her power of teleportation that she once used to just take a spontaneous trip to Paris... Uh, she just teleports him with a wiggle of a nose and a snap of her fingers. Time. Gilligan with a wiggle of her nose and a snap of her fingers like the time she went to Paris. 
you have been transported in with a bunch of sharks in the ocean. Gilligan, how are you going to overcome this? Your 20-second rebuttal starts now. Well, see, Gilligan fought off sharks in the episode two on a raft where him and the skipper were alone on a raft in the middle of the ocean. So they're not they're familiar with that. Uh, And then also Gilligan has this knack for maybe messing things up like all the time. So even though you sent me to the ocean now, things would work out in his favor because it just always does. Samantha, just like it wasn't Gilligan's first rodeo with a hurricane, it wasn't his first shark rodeo either. Your 10 second final say starts now. Um. Well, she has been known to shapeshift um, herself and others, and so she shapeshifts uh, the the lucky, mighty Gilligan into just a tiny little plankton and sets him right inside of the shark's mouth and lets the shark digest its lunch. Were we on 20 or 10? Because I gave him 10. (laughs) I gave him like 13 seconds. We're loose with the time. It's okay. <laughs> Double <down>. Gilligan, <laughs> you have just been turned into plankton. How will you overcome this in your 10-second final say? Starting now. All right, so Gilligan once ate radioactive fruit that gave him abilities, which are all super abilities, like increased vision, increased strength. So I feel like he could bend it off with those super abilities time. Awesome. All right, Wade. Go ahead and announce our winner. Your winner, Samantha Stevens. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, you're too kind. That was such a good classic sitcom character fight. Uh, I really enjoyed all of that. You guys were both really good about including history about these characters because I haven't watched either of these shows since uh, the single digits. So it was some nice refreshers on what these people are able to do. I like that both of you guys uh, reference specific movies and specific episodes. Uh, and both of you guys were really entertaining. The... Uh, Theme song uh, for the first argument was definitely a choice that made me laugh really hard. Uh, and then ultimately, though, the it was the entertainment value of Luke continuously in character of Samantha Stevens that uh, nudged out that final tally that pushed Samantha into the first round. Uh, Ty, it's so awesome to have you as a fighter, and we need to do that more. You were very clearly passionate about Gilligan. You had such a strong opening argument uh, for and argument in general. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I got I'm glad I got to bring in like my favorite sitcom because I know like a lot of people are going to pick new ones. Right. But like I loved Gilligan. Something about the simplicity of like just a, a weekly episode where something will always go wrong by Gilligan and then they all fix it and they come together at the end like something Something classic like that you don't get to see anymore. So I'm glad I got to bring it in and uh, show a little rep for my favorite sitcom. Definitely. Well, you definitely made me want to rewatch some Gilligan's Island all these years later. Uh, anything that you would like to plug before we move on to, oh my gosh, the final round? Oh yeah, definitely go watch this. Watch a few good episodes of Gilligan's Island. It's a great time. You can watch it on Prime and Vudu and Apple TV. So definitely give it a watch because I, I we have a younger crowd. So it's one that holds up, I feel like. 
Well, thank you so much, Ty, for stepping in as a fighter. Everybody give a big round of applause to Ty. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be moving on to the winner circle. Samantha, you have made it into the finals. How are you feeling? Boy, that was a that was a nice fight uh, that Gilligan Gilligan gave up. Um, I didn't think I'd ever get to feed a shark again, but uh, I do know what's tasty and I do know what sharks like. Um, so I'm glad I was able to do that again. Uh, it was it was a great fight. Um, bon voyage, Gilligan, and here we go, April Bloodgate. <laughs> Fantastic, guys, we're here. We're in the series finale of the sitcom <laughs> showdown. That was, that was punny. Thank you. Thank you very much. Ty, now that you're uh kind of, you're plankton and not so really worried about fighting so much, uh, why don't you give us a rundown of these new rules? Gilligan could have fought it off. I'm just saying he gets out of anything. He's like the Deadpool of 70 sitcoms. All right. So it's the same kind of deal, but we're going into what we clearly copyrighted ourselves called the lightning round. And in this round, instead of the 40-20-10, we are now doing a 20-second opening argument and a, and a series of three 10-second rebuttals. And that's the new rules. It's the, uh, back to you, Fade. Fantastic. Actually, when Wade, now I'm going to send it back to you, go ahead and introduce the final batch. The following contest is your championship battle! Introducing first, from Parks and Recreation, April Ludgate! And their opponent, from Bewitched, Samantha Stevens! She gives a dainty wave. <laughs> Phenomenal. April, you're you're going up against you're you're a bitch going up against the witch now. You ready? Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh Samantha, you're a witch going up against the bitch. Are you ready for this? <laughs> oh, I'm so ready as she sips from her coconut drink. <laughs> How long were you waiting on that? <laughs> That that that's the only joke that I prepared for this possible matchup in the final round. That was perfect. <laughs> Thank you. April Ludgate. Your 20-second opening argument starts now. I'm gonna give a deadpan look as she just finished up filling up a second poison gas balloon. Immediately picks up the trash can dropped by Frank Reynolds and says, Give me that coconut and throws the trash can as physically hard as she can. As we all know, April loves garbage. And Time. She, she... Sorry. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> it's all good. Samantha, uh, this girl has just filled up another poison balloon, has done a throwback to a previous episode, and thrown a trash <laughs> can at you, and it wants your coconut juice. How are you going to overcome this? Your 22nd opening starts now. Uh, she uses transfiguration to turn the trash and the gas into dainty little butterflies that float her way. And uh, she surrounds um, April with time. A hundred ants. With a what? With a what? With a hundred 
with a hundred ands. Ands. Oh. And Perkins to clarify. Oh. Things just got interesting. April, dainty little butterflies have flown past towards <laughs> you, and you are now surrounded by Ann Perkins. Your first 10 second rebuttal starts now. Absolutely horrified by what she's just witnessed. She's going to call in the only thing that she knows to defeat all this with Ron Swanson. Time. Samantha, you are now facing off against an angry person surrounded by her worst enemy and an angry libertarian. <laughs> Your 10 second rebuttal starts now. Samantha gives uh, Ron a nice drink and a wooden boat to work on while she straps uh, Andy to uh, like a in the air. And if if she escapes the ants, Andy dies. April. Andy has been strapped to the air. Your his life hangs in the balance. It's in your hands. That's probably exciting for you. Your 10 second rebuttal starts now. I don't even need to move. I pull out a second bottle of snake juice, aim it directly at your face, and hope the open side of the bottle hits your mouth, getting you drunk enough to make you lose. Time. Uh, Samantha, this bitch is still <laughs> throwing things at you. She's going to keep throwing things at you. She just threw the most potent alcohol known to man at you and is hoping you're going to drink some of that. Let's see what you do. Your 10-second rebuttal starts now. Uh, it changes back into the coconut drink that I was drinking before, and I catch it, and I take a nice sip as I watch Andy fall to the ground and splatter. <laughs> oh, dang. Samantha got her coconut juice back, and Andy is dead. This is the most April. wild episode of Bewitched. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do about it? This which just killed your man your 10 seconds final, final say starts now he'll probably be fine she just jumps up on a riding lawnmower the same one that she rode through nordstrom's and immediately starts making her way towards her enemy time samantha april is not given up if anything you fueled her and now you fueled her on a lawnmower your 10 second final say starts now uh it it's the lawnmower into the air and she just makes april do circles in the air above andy's splattered body as Anne just talks and talks and talks about how much she loved andy <laughs> you guys Anne. are so funny it's like the weirdest sitcom i've ever seen i know it's like it's, it's like it's always sunny levels of fucked up <laughs> mixed with the like multiverse of madness like this like <laughs> wanda going crazy for a while <laughs> like it's i mean is samantha stevens not a variant of the scarlet witch oh the yeah, she probably is the og baby wait, wait a second <laughs> <laughs> Did we just, just figured it out who, who owns bewitched hang on <laughs> i think i think it's abc which is disney it is abc which is disney well, no, ABC, Sony. Ah, uh, drat. So Disney. much for that theory. Wade, Wade, go ahead and announce our winner. Your winner, Samantha Stevens. Hey. 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 
Samantha Ooh. dances around in her beautiful 1950s dress. <laughs> she looked good murdering everybody and making shrimp appear in their stomachs. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, that fight was awesome. Uh, I just want to say, first and foremost, uh, both of y'all had me laughing so hard with that. Uh, everything that you guys threw at each other, uh, you y'all had a response to. Uh, what ultimately won out in the end is Samantha. You just kept April on her toes a little bit more, and the the throwbacks. Uh, both actually, both of you guys did really good throwbacks to the other fights. That was really impressive to me, and also both of uh what one in the end was uh luke you had not only the knowledge points on your show you had the knowledge points on parks and recreation you knew april's weakness and knew what to hit her with and that was super impressive so you should be super super proud thank you autumn once again you have made it to the final round and just narrowly didn't get to that champion but your day is coming soon how are you feeling i'm feeling pretty good i uh i'm like super impressed with how much my opponent knew about you know my character as well so i'm I'm honestly surprised given that my character canonically has never actually hurt anybody <laughs> so um yeah it's I'm, just all I'm sure she has. I just sure that uh, you know NBC can't show what she's really done to people. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> but you should be super yeah. impressed with yourself too. You did so good today. Is there anything you want to plug? Ah, uh, yeah, actually, um, I am going to plug my favorite band, um, and subsequently a podcast associated with that band. Uh, go listen to the Mountain Goats, and also uh, I only listen to the Mountain Goats. It's a really good podcast. Uh, they interview John Darnielle, who's the front man of that band, uh, about specific songs on albums. Uh, they just put out a new single called um, "It's Called Training Montage." And if you like folk punk, give it a shot. Hell yeah! Big Mountain Goats fans at this podcast. At least this host is. Everybody, give a big round of applause to Autumn. <laughs> Can't wait till you're on next time, girl. Can't wait to be on next time. Luke, you are our winner of the sitcom showdown. How are you feeling, buddy? Uh, feeling funny. Um, <laughs> in a humorous kind of way. <laughs> uh, Samantha um, does, however, uh, clap her hands and Andy reappears. It was all an illusion. Um, or maybe it's just a clone. Who knows? Um, but she didn't want April to leave empty-handed. So Samantha Aww. takes a bow and hands a martini over to her husband, Darren, who comes up, puts his arms around her, and um, we're feeling really good right now. You know, it's uh, times are a bit witchy, but we love it. Um, thank you so much for having us. It was, it was a great time. Season finale, they all get to live so happily. It's the same. I'm, I'm crying here. In, insert sitcom, like, aww. <laughs> Next season, we get a little cousin or something and try to. All the sitcom tropes, don't worry about it. <laughs> As yeah. our winner, you win the grand prize that everybody else gets. You get to plug whatever you want. Is there anything that you'd like to plug before we round out the day? Oh, uh, hell yeah. Um, 
just to put a list of shows together, I guess, uh, starting with The Boys Season 3, um, also uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, The Flight Attendant Season 2 uh, was really good, too. Um, the show Barry is very good. Uh, binged that in like one. a couple of Oh, and uh, the newest uh, show out, which I think is one of the best uh, Marvel shows to come out, Miss Marvel. Um, really, really, really loved that pilot. Um, it feels like we're back in the MCU. Uh, and I say that, I know some people may disagree, but I think this was like a really strong uh, MCU vibe uh, that Moon Knight was missing. And kind of want to, uh, kind of not one, um, Doctor Strange a little bit too. Um, just kind of tying everything back in. I loved the pilot. Um, as far as personal projects go, I am almost done with a documentary I've been working on forever, uh, Shepherds of Fire. Hopefully, that'll be out soonish. Um, if anybody is an animator out there and needs some animated segments, uh, hit me up at, uh, on Facebook or A to Z Production Studios at gmail.com. Um, thank you so much. And thanks for having me again, guys. It was so much fun. Yeah, Luke. Everybody cheer for Luke. Woo! Yeah. We'll put the cheer effect there. Thank you. If there was ever an episode to do it, this would be the episode. You are right. Yes. But I here's the trick it. I'm not going to do all that editing. So, guess what the announcing is? Cause I'm not gonna edit in Wade. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be you. <laughs> awesome. Hey, round uh, us out. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the sitcom showdown of Character Fight Night. Uh, next week's tourney theme. Uh, it's Pride Month, guys. It's gonna be Pride. It's gonna be our favorite LGBT characters duking it out. Uh. Because what better way to show your pride? Anyway. Who would you bring to that one, Faith? Uh, I, right now, we talked about Owl House uh, a little bit earlier. I would love to bring uh, Luce from uh, the Owl House. I think she's really neat. Uh, but there's also a ton of other good choices. So we'll have to see who people pick. I would rock some Negasonic Teenage Warhead. I think she's underrated. Uh. <laughs> and... As always, I need to look at the script. Bye. <laughs> <That's how it> <laughs> <is>. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye